So, uh, starting episode number four. Episode number four. Uh, not really starting with a plan once again. Sorry, <laughs> wing it. It doesn't seem like we right? have plans for these things. Surrender to control. <laughs> control. Surrender. surrender to control. Continuation of the, the previous episode of the control, I guess. I'm trying to think what 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 I left off of what I uh, what came out of that in order to to transition <laughs> extracurricular activities. Right. Our cats continue. That's hey, number four. We're down here, so they have to be down here. Yeah, they're somewhere invisible, but you can just hear them. We can always hear them. I'm trying to think. Um, how, how about this? How about, and this might be an uncomfortable set of topics more so than even before, but how about we start with attachment, your attachments to love, which your side will come in into that. And then depending on how much time we have left and how that will go, then we'll, the, the second portion of it will be how it propagated into my side of it. And I think you know what I'm referring to. And then, and then basically how that played out. So wait, to begin with, though, I'm trying to think what would be, why, why on your end it started. Not, not registering. How about this? I will transition this way. My, um, when we first got married, right? You were in your twenties, yeah. And I, and I, and then I guess I was in my no. But when we got together, you, you were in your early twenties, and I was in my early twenties. And then you know, it took us three years to get married. But all through my your time prior to me, masturbation was something that was totally normal. Yeah. And in fact, I still think it is normal under the right circumstances. Um, well, masturbation with pornography. Okay, yeah. Too. Okay. Okay, so in your case, it was masturbation with pornography. So basically addiction to pornography. Yeah. And then masturbation comes along with it. Yeah. So this is, maybe this is a sensitive topic episode. Where lots of swallowing will be happening. <laughs> I'll have to edit this one out extra. Um, yeah, and so how it propagated, I did not have a problem with it. Like that is not something that I feel still till this day think that, oh, like men should not masturbate or, or you know, this is wrong or whatever, whatever. But how it propagated between us is that I started to feel like your addiction to pornography. And at the time, I, I just did not even realize how big of this right. thing and it, it was. Right, and it absolutely was an addiction. Yeah, and I had no clue how big it was. The only thing I knew... And I didn't appreciate how big it was. Appreciate? Yeah, maybe is that the word? I didn't... <laughs> grasp? I didn't grasp how big it was. Yeah, yeah, right. And so to me, how it presented itself on the surface, right, the first signs of it that I saw was that as a married couple, right, I thought and I thought like a married relationship would have a certain amount of sex drive or desire for one another. So maybe our children will not listen to this episode. 
Um, they'd be like, no, no, no. And so, and so it presented itself with you not wanting me. The, you know, that is how I saw it. Um, and I was confused. Like, not that, not that we were not having sex, we were, but like just the drive and the desire behind it wasn't, uh, it, it, it didn't match mine. I, I don't know. It didn't match mine or it didn't match my idea of how a married couple should be. Um, and then at some point, I have no idea how. I don't even remember the details because this is in, in the early 2000s. I realized that you were masturbating a lot. And then and then I realized, oh, wait, but this is affecting our relationship. This is even pre-marriage too. And then I asked you to to stop, right? Did I ask you to stop? And I actually remember having this conversation with my best friend at the time because uh, I was like, yeah, like he's just masturbating and, and then like we or don't have an intimate relationship. Um, and he, she's like, well, that's perfectly fine. I'm like, no, I, it's fine. The, I, it's not the masturbation. It's that I want to have an intimate relationship. How do I get that? And it seems like masturbation is the key. I, at the time, that's how I saw it. I saw it like the reason why there's lack of intimacy or there's lack of true love or even like desire to have sex with me was that that was the only thing I could point to. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I had been doing that since I was, I don't know, six, seven, eight years old, really, really young. And, uh, and I just never stopped. And, you know, having had time to sort of reflect on that, it's like, I know that that is something that gave me some sense of, control like oh you know i'm unhappy about all these things in in my life but this you know at least numbs that pain or at least you know this is one thing that i you know have control over well have control over but then probably at the same time it gives you that hit like what the addiction does it gives you that yeah. hit of was yeah. it dopamine or adrenaline or whatever yeah you know it, it it does um and uh and um but that combined with the uh kind of fundamental fundamentalist strict <clears throat> upbringing upbringing that i had um i had a lot of like guilt and shame around it and hiding it and uh and that is a vicious cycle to be to be continually doing something that you at some level feel is is wrong or bad, or you're going to go to hell from it, or who knows what. Yeah, but you were raised in an environment where anything related to sex, such as even like openness to talk about it, was taboo. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Let's let's bring that in, right? So anything at all related to sex, right? Like even the, like nudity. Yeah, and there was a. Uh, I I had to sit in the hall one year during sex education and. Uh, which is in high school. school, right? I don't know if it was high school or middle school. I don't remember which which year it was, but I remember being the only kid in the hall while everyone else is learning about what, you know, where babies come from. And I'm sitting out there going, I don't even know what I'm missing. Yeah. Probably nothing important. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So this uh, shame spiral uh 
sent me into a uh, a a depression, and I was on and off really depressed for a long time. There are good times and bad times, but more bad times than good times from, I don't know, somewhere in high school until late 20s. Yeah, and so I we're had, talking, you know, I had a no decade, clue. a decade plus. I mean, late twenties, maybe even into the, I don't know, was it not into the thirties? No, I think it was. It was probably late twenties, and we'll, we'll get to why. I think that um, I would I would lay in bed and I would visualize killing myself. It was I was not in a good place, and you know, I I grew up in this. Um, environment where you don't talk about that you don't every you know everything's perfect that's the that's the that's like the, the the family motto i grew up with it was everything's fine everything's perfect we have a perfect family and anything that was not perfect was was hidden it was just you don't talk about it um so this is you know it it i wish i had just been able to talk to you about it because oh my gosh that would have saved us a lot of uh heartache but i yeah i you couldn't talk to anyone about it and you know the idea of going to see a see a, a therapist or something you don't do that now nowadays you know it's 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 acceptable and you know encouraged to uh, in some places still not i mean in some, some places some families it's not, here but, are still not yeah but yeah. you know not being able to talk about what you're going through is is really rough. And uh, anyway, the combination between uh, ad- addiction, which, you know, I now know I just have that type of uh, personality, genetics, I don't know, whatever it is, I'm very easily addicted to anything, whether that's uh, sex, whether that's alcohol, whether that's uh, sugar, whether that you do, it doesn't matter. Just anything that triggers that. I can, maybe it's dopamine, whatever it is. Oh, that's fun. I want more of that. A lot more of that all the time. And now I just know. Oh, that's my nature, and I've really got to be careful with it. Well, no, but now I think more than more than that, you're starting to realize. Wait, I I'm going for sugar nonstop. Yeah. What's what's underneath yeah, what's that is going deeper on? than that? Yeah. Right. I mean, so that's... so the the key is one. Yeah. Realize. Guess what? You have addict. You know, addictive tendencies. You're just more likely to be addictive. But I think it comes down to because deep down at the core, something is being triggered that is trying to come up. Some pain body is being triggered that you need to release or you need to do some work on a talk through or or um, or start to to actualize and bring up to surface, right? As opposed to, uh, yeah, as opposed, and then in your case, instead of going along with that, like, oh, let me uncover what is it that is coming up right now? Um, You go, oh, la, 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 let's have, you know, let's have some sugar or let's masturbate back then or let's, let's watch some porn. And so everyone will find some sort of vice to numb off or drown off a pain body that is trying to bring itself to the surface. And then, you know, outlets for that are endless, especially in 2023. Yeah. Right. There's, there's Instagram is an outlet for that. Sure. 
Right. Right. Sugar is an outlet for that. Bread is an outlet for that. Heck, running is an outlet for that. Right. So you can take, you know, multitude of things to go, oh, this is coming to the surface. Right. My soul is going through some sort of transition where my body's trying to actualize itself past the lies, past the fact that I'm unlovable and nobody wants me and and I feel lack of control and I feel helpless and I feel like I'm a bad human being and I feel guilt and shame instead of having that come to the surface and start to unravel and process that, which I think in the first episode we touched based on what's the tears come, right? That's when you start crying and going, oh my gosh, this is what's actually underneath of it all. You bury it with, um, with, with a things that numb it out, num- numbing things. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I've, so I met you and I've got a, you know, pushing 15 year history of doing that. And, you know, never crossed my mind that you would stop or cut back. And it's, you know, it, it's so, it's so easy and, you know, and it's so on demand that, you know, at any, at any point you can just do that instead of the, well, you know, or, you don't have to drive to a liquor store to get a bottle. <laughs> yeah. You just go into the bathroom. Sure. But I meant like, as opposed to, you know, having relations with you, you know, it would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh well, this is, it's just, okay, whatever. It's, oh, yeah. Because cause Tanya requires courting and yeah. coaxing and she, right. yeah, right. So se- sex, basically by default, even is, though it facilitates the same outcome of, you know, coming, in this case is is more work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And w- with me, it it um it presented itself obviously into my pain body, which was like, wait, I'm unlovable. <laughs> he doesn't love me. This man wants to marry me, and he doesn't love me. Right. And so, and so, like for the longest time, I know you think it's a joke, but I thought you were gay. I'm like, well, maybe he's just gay. I don't know. <laughs> like, I remember that. I remember we had a lot of we had a lot of arguments about that. Well. B- as a right, I if I'm not seeing your side, and that's the truth, right? I am not seeing your side. But the truth is, you're in so deep, you're not even seeing your side, right? You're, and you know, you're and just I'm, like and I'm the doing only e- thing you can know and I'm is doing you everything to lie. I can to hide it. Yeah, well, you're especially hiding from it. You, you're lying, and then you know, even from myself. Yeah, you're as just to, you know how how serious it really was. Yeah, you're hiding it. You're lying. So the the last thing that is going to happen is us actually trying to unravel this. Because at the time, I get, I don't know, you were hiding it too much. I didn't understand how bad it was. And so, you know, this is our early 20s. We're, you know, planning on getting married here. And so, right, but at the same time, it's like it's already a thing. We're not even married and it's already a thing. Yeah. And then I guess I am completely underestimating the depth of the addiction. Yeah. And I... I totally could not grasp the depth of it either. It was, yeah. Yeah, no, I think, and I think it took years and years and years and multiple reiterations of it presenting itself in the worst ways possible before you actually admitted to yourself that you're addicted to No, it took, it was hard. It was really hard to admit that I was addicted to that. It was, I I remember the very moment that I did because it was like, Oh, I actually have a problem here. It's like, you know, 
You can imagine an alcoholic going, you know, I, I can stop anytime I want to. I just don't want to. That's kind of what I thought. I can stop anytime I want to. I just don't want to. No, I, I couldn't stop. Yeah. I, I, I felt, which is, it just sounds ridiculous. I know that. Saying that now, it just sounds absurd. I, I couldn't stop myself. Yeah. And I, I, and I had, I, on my end, never had addictive tendencies. So I didn't even know what it would be like to not have self-control to where you're participating in something that is quite bad for you. And it's obvious, but yet somehow your body's overriding the, like the logic behind it. And then you're in some other space, um, do, doing it like almost blindly, like almost no, on the it autopilot. Is, it is. It that's 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 a good way to put it. It is like an autopilot. It is just like this. It's an override. Yeah, like override I mean, of your. I I don't want to pretend that I have no responsibility here, because obviously it was me doing it. But it 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 was a choice, it, and you like it, yes, of yeah. course, it's a choice, and of course I did it, and I have the responsibility there. But it in the moment it was like you know almost like being possessed by something that compels you to do it, even though you don't not, you don't necessarily want to, you, you know that this is probably not the right thing to do. You know, I don't even mean like morally, I just mean, you know, even I could tell that it was, you know, not healthy for the relationship, but, but, you know, a quick fix, you know, numbs all that away then you feel like shit afterward you know well because because you're not doing you're not even you're doing it for the wrong reason you're doing it because you feel like shit but then you think it was going to make you feel better but yeah. then you do it but it just like propagates the fact that you already feel like shit yeah now yeah now it's oh i still feel like shit and i feel like shit because i did this yeah but at no point is there an awareness like wait maybe i should do something other than this altogether yeah and that's and so yeah, I didn't understand the depth of that. And so yeah, maybe that is just a good warning in general, especially for the younger people, is that it is easy to start something because you feel like crap, right? And then it numbs the pain. Yeah. And the and and some of these things aren't, you know, okay, you can put, you know, you know, promiscuous sex and drugs and alcohol into this. These are all, you know. People will generally agree that these are bad things, but you know, it could be exercise, it could be running, it could be it could be workaholics, it could be there are any there are any numbers of things, some of which are more socially acceptable than others, that that you know plug that hole. Yeah. So you you have a you have a pain body, right? Something that is nagging at you. So from the higher realm standpoint, because your soul is trying to bring this up to the surface, right? And then address it. Like on the, on the let's say, therapy level, psychologically, or like have a discussion with a trusted partner on the depth of like, here's what I'm actually feeling. This is where it's striking. This is where it's coming from, right? Like that deep, mature conversation that probably will have you crying. But and but at the same time, will have you understand what the essence of you is. Essence of you as a human being, right? But a lot of times we're either not in the position to, to do that or we're not mature enough to do that. Um, 
or we're simply in just in some sort of survival mode where we don't even have time and space to touch on that depth, right? And so the only thing that we can do is, right, because it can't be, it cannot continue to be at the surface because that's suicide, right? Like your body literally feels like you're killing it when you're not addressing this influx of energy, right? That That is shame and pain and everything else. So the only thing you can offer it is these quick fixes with addictions, with gambling, with running, with weed, with drinking, with masturbation or whatever it might be. And yeah, so that maybe that's like a, a, a warning out that that is just, it, and that to begin with, it seems harmless. It's like, oh, well, right now I don't feel that good. This will make me feel better. Uh, but it, then sooner or later, it just becomes this autopilot to where like yeah. as this when this pain comes out oh, I don't up, feel good therefore I will yeah guess what the next thing I do I go masturbate or when this feeling comes up and I feel guilt even about something else right just the feeling of guilt is yeah. now associated with oh what's the next thing oh and the next thing I go and masturbate yeah. oh uh, I feel hopeless in this situation guess what I do oh I go masturbate yeah. and so it's just like every single feeling that you're not allowing yourself to feel yeah. every single emotion no, you're not I, allowing yourself I, to feel I remember exactly that I remember Oh, I'm feeling something that doesn't feel great. I have a solution to that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you feel even worse afterward. Yeah. I but, did. But you never stop to identify what is it that is trying to oh, cause no, those Oh, no, never, 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 never. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. But in your case, this stems from the fact that you were not allowed to have emotions and feelings and verbalize them in the household. And so that, that, lack of maturity like was was almost like inbred bred in into you right because oh i have a feeling um of anger or i have a feeling of not being heard and i can bring that up to my mother or i can bring that up to my friend and address those in a healthy way that wasn't something that was communicated to you right and i i i didn't have any friends that i could talk to about any of this stuff. Yeah. I think maybe that's easier these days for the youth of today. Maybe they're more open about deep topics. conversations. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No, I, I did not have friends that I could have a deep conversation with. But but the youth of today, again, he, I think he's going to get upset at us for bringing this up, does seem to be very open-minded to deeper conversations. You said he, not me. The way? I was leaving it vague. You said he, not me. <laughs> I know. He'll know. Although he's probably not listening to this episode. That's right. <laughs> oh, it's already started off on the back foot. If we, we mentioned to our son that we might have brought up a specific example about him or other people, and he got really upset. And I'm like, but this is literally like the truth of your life and our life. And the honesty of just us going through things, right, from multitude of angles as as grandparents, as parents, as children, generationally, you know, continentally, right? And so, like, the story is, like, it's the same story and we're kind of living this in this kind of mess of a soup. You can't separate chunks out and go, okay, yeah, I won't talk about that because that doesn't fit. It quite literally fits. Yeah. Everything fits. Yeah, no, so... So, yeah, the youth of today is more mature to start to unravel and maybe even, I, I, I mean, I, and I know they're not going to like this, but through their own 
actions of bravery and of open-mindedness and of being able to address their emotions and talk about things can actually set an example for their parents and their grandparents to start to address their things, even at their age that they are right now. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I know it's supposed to go the other direction. But yeah, it, but I mean, we, we learn things from our kids all the time. And yeah. I, I don't just mean like the lingo. <laughs> all the recent stuff. Recent. I don't even think that's anymore. a thing anymore. Yeah, that, but that was the word we learned. <laughs> no, right. But uh, yeah, but the fact that the fact that I can look at them and see their open mindedness and um, open approach to honesty and then have them be res- like, be resp- like I hate to say it, be more responsible adults in their teenage years than most adults are well into their 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s. It, 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 is, it is inspiring, right? And I know you and I are on this journey, so we're kind of like actively trying to make sure that our kids are keeping up with us. And, you know, I know they roll their eyes every time we talk about, make sure you uncover your pain body and this might be the shadow. And, and you know, here's maybe how you address it, right? But, but it, it, again, and the pain body of us is we do not want them to spend 20 years of their marriage suffering or, or, or lying to yourself, mm-hmm. really lying to yourself. Yeah. So then come 20 years into your marriage, you're finally starting to like see the light for the first time. Because that's not the world we live in anymore. Even though that is the world where we are in today. Yeah, anyway. And so, so yeah. I uh, got off track. But where were we? I was going to say, so, yeah. So, I, I just kept doing that through our through our whole marriage. And you would, um, on occasion, you know, ask me to stop. And I would I would try to stop. And, well, you know, I actually think you would, like, on occasion, the reason why I would stop ask you because i actually thought you would and then I, and i tried and i, I would every stop so often there was week, like discovery wait you're or, doing this again weeks or or you know even months and then you know get back into it and, you know it's like once you've fallen off the wagon on the wagon off the wagon whatever the bad one is it's easy to stay off the wagon it's like well you know i've already done it once what's two well two well, three's you know 99, what's, what's number 100? And so, you know, it's like, oh, you just, you just off the deep end. Um, until I, you, that, that, that last, that last day when like, it was like, you, you found out and, um, and it, it, I finally really, really, really for the first time actually realized one, I'm actually this is this is a serious addiction. I have an actual real problem. And two, I'm going to blow up the marriage over this. I'm going to lose you and and you know my son and the family and and you know, it, is this more important than that? Really? It, when I that that day when I had both of those realizations, that was the that was the turning point. But it, but you know, I between between the addiction and the depression, and I think they fed each other. I really do. I think that was the spiral. Was that I would I would feel bad and depressed, and you know 
I would masturbate because then that would make me feel better for a short while. And then I would feel more depressed and round and round and round I would go. And it was only really after I stopped that the depression cleared up. And that's why I can say, oh, you know, it was, you know, in the late 20s that that happened. Because that's out of everything, that's the thing that I can point to that really stopped the depression. Yeah. But then there was episodes where you would continue, right? Those not are... after that, after the late 20s, not until a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you kind of resur- it, it, it resurfaced. Oh, yeah. You have to be kind of. Yeah. If you're not doing the work that would cause you to be aware of why you dive into the depression, right? Like doing the nitty gritty of going to the, why am I even doing that in the first place? It will surface back up as something else. And I, and, and this is not to, you know, to, to, to judge or, or, or diminish that breakthrough. I do think though that, th- that discovery, like, oh, I don't want my masturbation to implode my marriage and my life got fixed with, let me find something else. Well, I found like there was, I found something else to, to fill the void left by not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of taking care of it, then in your twenties, you found something else to substitute as a new addiction. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't do any work to why, why do I feel this way? Why do I feel the need to numb it out? Yeah, you can you continue to feel that way and numb right. it out just with different yeah. things. Yeah, I change the the uh, not the symptom, the tool for it. Yeah, and so I think I'm trying to think where we were. I mean, one, I do think you went into then sex itself, like yeah, oh, like well, heck, Tanya would be happy. Tanya wants more sex. And she's griping on me for not having sex with her. So and I'm not getting any. And I'm any not other getting way. any sex any other way because now I have taken masturbation off of the table. So guess what? And so your addiction for porn and masturbation transferred itself into just sex addiction. And then now in this case, it is difficult to say because most people go, "Well, how is it bad?" Because it's your wife. Because that was the argument you kept on having, with right, me, with yourself, really, right, but. When it, at some point, again, this wasn't all that long ago, I realized, oh, it's not really for the right reason. I want to have sex because there is a hole inside of me that seems to be filled when we do it. There's some some void that that fills because, you know, that equals love, right? It's like, what's the, what, you know, in my, in my mind, what's the highest expression of, of love? Well, that would be sex. I mean, it, it's a, not. <laughs> a, you know, we've got start, I'm already starting off on a false premise here, but you know, so when we have sex, that basically proves to me that she loves me. And so this unlovable, unloved, unlovable, broken part of me, it gets, gets patched over at least temporarily. Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah. Instead of, you know, numbing it myself, now I'm now I'm numbing it with you. Yeah. And that, and 
that has been the case until quite recently. And in fact, possibly is the case still depending on the day, right? Because you're still have to keep a watchful eye of your sexual desire and what's truly behind it. That was, yeah, I think that was yeah. yes. That's right. R- right? Did you hear what I said? Yeah. No, that's right. So, to, right, to, if you have an addiction that is that deep. Yeah, I was going to say that, you know, yes, because it is that deep and it is that deep is the right word. The, 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 the reasons and the motives and what you hope to get out of it and what you hope to achieve, that's a bad word though, they all kind of get jumbled up. And then sometimes I I wasn't even sure why. I'm like, I want to have sex, but why? I don't know why. You know, it's like, okay, you know, hormones, you know, that's easy. To, you know, that's my go-to. I'll just blame hormones. Yeah, okay. And that's not to say that hormones don't play a role, but at the same time, there have been, there have been many times when I'm like, oh, you know, I just, I don't feel great. I don't feel great internally. And I know that, that that would make me feel better. Therefore, it's just like, I, I just, I just want to go right there as a, uh, you know, for someone else, it would, it would be, you know, it would be alcohol for someone else. It would be heroin, you know, or, or gambling or, or whatever it is or running or, or lifting weights or it, it doesn't even matter. Right. How can we say running's bad? How can we say exercise is bad? It isn't that the activity is bad. It's that the motive what's behind bring, it. What's bringing it into desire? Right. Why do you feel this? You know, and to me, it would be it would be a compulsion that I would feel. There's like this. There's a spot in my in my belly. Maybe it's my solar plexus that would just kind of light up with this kind of like anticipation of ooh, guess what's going to happen. And, uh, and that now that's my, uh, my big signal that this is not the right time or the right circumstances is when that happens, it's like, okay, I'm trying to fill a hole. I'm trying to fill a hole, but where's instead of, instead of filling the hole, let's try to identify the hole and figure out why I think there's a hole in the first place. Yeah. And, you know, and with me, I went a long time. At first, just not realizing what the heck was happening. And then just going, well, why can we have a, like a normal, healthy sexual relationship, right? In, in the beginning, like in the beginning uh, stages of our, of our marriage together. And then later, later after, after you start masturbating and we d- started to have more sex, right? Or you started to want to have sex with me. Because at first I thought, okay, well, he just doesn't want to, right? And so we can get into what, what that propagated itself as. But then after you did start to have sex with me, you wanted to have sex with me. Then you went into, this doesn't feel right. On right? your end. On my end, right? Because the sex didn't feel right. right. Now, of course, at the time, I'm not intuitive enough to even realize that the sex is, I mean, me, 
like maybe deep down I know that it doesn't feel right, but I'm not going, wait, he's just propagating his addiction into our normal sex life right now, right? right. It, it took me a long time. I just knew it didn't I, feel right. And I've, I've read... I've read a lot about this and, or, or, you know, a lot in on my road to recovery and trying to, <laughs> I haven't found anybody who was in my situation exactly, or maybe our situation exactly, because, oh, you know, I'm not out there, you know, sleeping around prostitutes and all this stuff. It, it was never that. And so... The you know the solution for so many people in in these in these books and 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 guides is f- focus it on your spouse, and I'm like, oh, I I tried that, but then but then you're just the outlet for my for right. my addiction. That's right. not I have I've aimed the addiction somewhere else, and I'm I, you know that's not I haven't I haven't solved anything, and I don't know and and. In some relationships, maybe everybody's happy there. I don't know, but that's not a uh, a uh, a a healthy solution. Yeah, no, it you know as as it started to propagate itself into our sex life, just like normal sex life, to where we're having sex because you're addicted, and not, at this right, I'm not even realizing that because because you're addicted. It it just seemed off it was just it just it didn't feel right um most of the time was very one-sided most definitely i noticed there was no there was zero me taking into account of when you wanted to have sex and how you wanted to have sex it was just it was almost like this to to initiate it to when you would initiate it it was very like like you could tell there was like this like uh what's the word anxiety anxiety behind it like i need you to have it right that yeah. so imagine no, i had i had a lot of I, I well i had an awful lot of anxiety around around it because it was like i had nowhere else to get it and so i mean it wasn't that long ago you were yelling at me for being in control remember like yeah. it was like a year ago or something you were yelling at me like you hold the keys to my Sex, whatever it was, it was, it was like a, a manic episode. Yeah, to where you deemed me as the only person who can satisfy your addictive needs, right? And then the second I said, "Oh, guess what? No, we need you need to fix this. We need to fix this before it continues because it's not working," and you were losing it. I was losing it because the addiction was still there. It was still there. I mean, that was like a year ago. It was maybe even less. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I'm saying. No, so you're, so th- right. If you if the books are telling somebody to, oh well, guess what? Just don't go prostituting. Uh, don't go to to strip clubs. Don't use porn. Just concentrate all of those tendencies onto your wife. It is complete disservice. Not only to the wife, but to to you, because at no point is that actually solving the deep ingrained issues of why are you even in that place to begin with. That's not a solution to addiction, right? Especially sex addiction. That's just like, like quite literally going la 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 la. As long as I focus it on my wife, everything's hunky dory. 
Yeah. I'm not even saying that that is unfair towards me as a human being. I'm just saying that is just unfair to you towards yourself, right? To be in that space and continue to be in that space. Because, I mean, I can't even imagine how ugly that feels. Yeah. And like in in my case, there was, that's where I was going. There was so much anxiety around around getting it that that any time I would try to initiate it, I was a mess. I was just this nervous wreck. Cause, well, because it was a fix. It, yeah, it was like and a fix. And I was your dealer. Yeah. And it was so, like, you know, you know, like when you see, I don't know if this is actually truth or not, but in a movie, when the when the junkies are like, like twitching, sh- sh- twitching no, I would, and going. I would, I would very nearly start twitching and sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. actually start it was, twitching. It was, no, it was the symptoms of what I see on TV yeah. and exaggeration and how yeah. you would approach me for sex were the same. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, how can this, this thing be that, that have that vivid of of an expression but it it absolutely did well no because the thing is not sex it had nothing to do right. with sex that's it is that it could it, it replace that with anything yeah replace that you know there's you know we 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 knew someone you were just telling me the other day we knew someone who's like oh if i don't if i don't run my 10 miles every every other day i just don't i just can't yeah i, I only ran five miles today so i uh it's just just not gonna be a good day well with this person, it's running. Yeah, yeah. And, and then with you, um, both of us at some point decided to take on drinking as an as our yeah, vice. Yeah, added, added that was a, that was a communal decision <laughs> on both of our behalfs. <laughs> yeah. To where, because because we're self employed and we work from home. Excuse me. You know, we would. It, I I don't know. There was like at least a year period, or maybe even two year period. Heck, maybe even longer. I don't know for sure. Two years, where very frequently come noontime, we're like, oh, okay, let's have a drink. Yeah, we finished all the hard work. Yeah, let's... yeah, we we did some work. No, we work still continue. Yeah, we work. continue to work. We're high functioning. Yeah, high functioning alcoholics. Yeah, but you know, come noontime, not every day. I'm not saying that it was that bad, but you know, come noontime, we would have it a drink. It was several days a week. Yeah, and then and then you know, at night you were having a bottle of wine. Sometimes, depending on how the dinner goes and how long the dinner is, we sometimes we open a second bottle of wine. Right. It was it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. But it it was so it 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 was like I could in that point I can see the blindness of the addiction. Yeah. Right. So I on that end I saw where you were we were. Like, oh, something happens at work and it ticks me off. Oh, glass of wine. Oh yeah. And that's like a joke in the society right now. Right. Like Oh, that was a hard day. Go home and unwind with, yeah, with a beer, have a wine. glass of wine. And it's like it be the society has programmed itself, probably marketing by the vineyards, um, but the drug and you know, the the alcohol lobby or whatever. Big alcohol. Big alcohol. Uh, that, the alcohol industrial complex. <laughs> right. No, but that's that's true, right? Like yeah. they normalize the fact, oh, you feel like shit after a hard day of work? Guess what? A glass of wine will solve that. That numbs it all out. Yeah. But but like, what are we saying here? That there's something that is coming to the surface that has bothered you, right? That you could address on a deeper level. Like, wait, why am I hitting? Why am I in this place? This yeah. thing. But where is it actually hitting? But it's hard to do that. It's hard it's, and it's uncomfortable it, and it's painful. And you're going to get upset and you're going to get angry and you're probably going to cry. If and you, you go you, deep enough. If you go yeah. deep enough. And you're going to start off with, oh, well, it's it's Janet. It's all Janet's fault at the office because she pisses me off every time. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's not Janet. No, it's you. Janet's pushing some button in some trigger that is inside of you. That dot, yeah. dot, 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 dot. 
turns out you're dying alone. Yeah. Is is what it's is what it's it's triggering. You know, but ah, uh, you know, having a glass of wine and complaining about Janet kind of smooths that over for another day. Yeah. It put kicks it down till tomorrow. Yeah. But the society has normalized that. Yeah, alcohol is the only drug where it's like it's weird to not use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there, there for a while after we stopped drinking, like we would, oh, whenever we would travel, like, like we would go to a restaurant and they would like, I don't know, whatever it was. Would you like the cocktail of the day? Yeah, like, right. Everybody has their special. Yeah. Maybe it's becoming more mainstream to more people don't drink. But like there, there for a while. We, we were still drinking. This would have been October, COVID October, 2020. And we were out, but, but, but for whatever, I don't even know why. I was like, hey, let's do a sober October. No, but and but we, that, and we were think, drinking. We were heavily drinking up through September. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, I'm I, I was upset because I was like, yeah, what the heck? I'm not gonna right? be drinking. Right. And but, I'm like, and I'm but I I got to the point where um we would uh we would go out to uh uh to to run with uh cross country and but we had been drinking during I had been drinking during the during the day and I'm high functioning enough that I can still go for a run, you know, a couple hours after I've had a couple of drinks. But I was so self-conscious about being someone smelling it on my breath that I would like, you know, kind of like dodge away and not 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 really talk to anyone. Oh, is that why you decided to do so worked over? No. Oh. But that was when I started realizing maybe we have a problem if <laughs> if if I'm embarrassed about doing it and I'm still doing it. Maybe there's something there. That was kind of the the thing for no, me. We even we even went online and found like symptoms <laughs> oh, yeah. of alcoholism. You know, if, you, like, if you have five of these ten, then you're probably an alcoholic. And we're we like, did. oh, we've got all nine of them. Everything except you know, it's it's destroying my marriage, and I've and I've lost my house. Well, yeah, everything that was uh, applying to the high functioning yeah. part and the low we had functioning, like, like nine out of the ten. It's like, oh, yeah. So we we took October off, and sure enough. Halloween, this is the last day of October, you know, we have, uh, uh, you know, we're out trick-or-treating and we have people offering us, you know, drinks and jello shots and everything. And we're like, nope, can't, can't today. Um, but that kind of, taking a month off of, of drinking and it was hard. And like on October 5th, I'm like, oh my gosh, November, November 1st, it's, it's all over. That's what I'm thinking, you know, it's going to be crazy mm -hmm. on November 1st. I was, I was, yeah. Um, and by the end of it, it's like, I don't need it like I used well, to. Well, the awareness set in the of awareness how dependent like, you yes. were. Because when you're in it and you don't stop and you continue it and continue yeah. and continue and it's just satisfying that craving, right? And you, you almost need more and more and more because sooner or later the yeah. dopamine levels are not high enough. Um, you almost like numb to the idea that you're even doing it, right? Uh, versus when you take a break and you realize how hard it is for you to stop. You have heart, you, like that realization within itself, like opens this portal within yeah. you. You're like, oh crap, this is bad. And so November came and I, I, we didn't, we didn't even drink the first few days of November. And finally we had something, but it wasn't, we didn't dive back into the deep end of the booze pool. Uh, at all, really? Yeah, no. It kind of we we kind of like okay, we'll have that. a we'll have a glass for for dinner, yeah. or something. It was it was very, very 
a much more healthy amount of drinking. Yeah. If, if there can be a healthy amount of drinking, you know, a glass a few nights a week for yeah. dinner. And in fact, I I thought, because I also had like, oh my gosh, come November, that's it, right? And then came November. I didn't even want to. I didn't have the, the strong desire to just go crazy and undo that last month yeah. in, a, in a bucket of booze. I didn't have that impulse. Yeah. And with and me- it was weird because I expected to. Yeah. With me, I even- Whenever we would start having glass, and I and I think the the spirit wor- world for this, like even after we started having it afterwards, it just didn't set. Well it didn't set well. Like, not that I would get sick. I wouldn't get sick, but like I would take a sip, and it just it like that appeal of like, wait, why was I even drinking this? Like, before you start drinking beer, right? To begin with, like you take your first sip of cheap American beer, and you're like. What the heck is this? I'm drinking out of a toilet. Yeah, right. And and but then of course college sets in, and yeah, then most you, people you acquire a taste. Well, acquire a taste. You just it makes you feel good, and you forget about the fact that it tastes terrible. You maybe you, in some sort of Pavlovian sense, you've you've uh, associated, assi- associated this yeah. taste with feeling good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And so with me, at some point that month, so thank God you suggested it, and then whatever that kicked in within me, it allowed. It allowed me to like not even just the wine no longer sounded good. Even like simple wines like rosés, right? As as simple as it is, it was just not even something that it just didn't work. It didn't work, right? And and it's still I still enjoyed it, but like I felt so weird drinking alone that I would just wouldn't. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, kind of worked so kind our, worked of, your way out of it. Yeah, you kind of we naturally worked our right. way out of it. Yeah, and that's and sometimes even still, a glass of wine sounds nice for the wrong reason. Um, sometimes sounds for the wrong reason. Sometimes for the wrong reason. Sometimes it's like I just miss the 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 taste and the texture of wine. And if they had something that tasted like that that had no alcohol in it, that would be great. But yeah. I haven't found that. Yeah. That, that I miss the taste of some of those bourbon drinks that I used to make. Oh, and then I, I miss, and then we, we see, have, I miss the taste of scotch. Yeah, and then we have that that non-alcoholic bourbon, and I tried making drinks with it, but it like it one one it's like two years expired. Well, no, it, it never even before it was expired. It never even tasted the right way, but then I realized what. I missed was the energetic signature behind the whole process, including the alcohol version of it. The ritual of it? The ritual, right? The why. And so half of the time, oh, there you go. For what was it? For Christmas, I got you the Katy Perry's, whatever they're called. Is a mushroom wine? M- mushroom wine or, yeah, Rishi's, Rishi mushroom wine, right? And I was super excited about it because I'm like, oh, we can still have our wine ritual just without the alcohol. And we had it and it was a complete flop because I'm like, oh, I'm not drinking because that energetic signature of having the need to is what I don't need, what I don't want. And so the nostalgia behind that actually carries with it the pain body of why I used to do it. See, I don't. It didn't. It didn't hit me like that. It, did, me, it hit me that way. To me, it was like, oh, this is a, and and I actually like like the drink, but it was like, it. it to me, it, it could have been. It could have been a water. It could have been a 
uh, a Coca-Cola, that would be a treat. Or, you know, or a, you know, it was like, it was like a treat to but me. The so fact I, that, so it did something different to yeah, me. Yeah, but that's, but that's what it is. The fact that it is a treat, right? That satisfied, the dopamine satisfaction is what in me arose that same, like, oh, look, it's a fix. It's some sort of fix. It's not water, right? Because water does not have that fix. Now, granted, if you're, if you've been running for 10 miles and you come back and you just, and it's like scorching hot outside and you just need a glass of water, you might have that fix. But on a regular basis, when you're not drinking water, yeah. it doesn't have that fix. No, yeah. It was like, it was like a, but it, it's it, a was, fix. it was a treat. Yeah. Like right now we're going through some sort of, it's not a fast, but I don't actually know how to describe it. It's more like it. a dopamine fast. It's a dopamine fast, right? So hence why right. our energy is all like, Bleh. right. And so like doing a podcast is like the most exciting thing. Yeah, but I feel my ever. energy drained because we're too. not having any sugar. Yeah, there's no sugar. There's no <laughs> flavor. Yeah, there's no, there's no flavor. There's no Instagram. There's no anything. Right. And so within that within that space, right, right now for me to have like even healthy sugar, let's let's say I took some a peach. A peach, right? Or, or, a grape. or mango strip, right? right? And had that, right? Th- that would be that same essence of the dopamine hit that I would have that I was excited by getting when I ordered that wine, non-alcoholic wine. But then after I started drinking, I realized, oh, but I'm energetically diving into that same space, the dopamine pleasure, the pleasure hit, right? And that's what I have a problem with. Yeah. I mean it's right, not the alcohol. It's r- it's the dive. Right right now, it's like I mean I need to put a little bench there so she can just like hop on. I wouldn't be visible in the video anyway. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I, I want the flavor back and I want the spiciness back and mm-hmm. the onions and the garlics and all that back. But cookies and candy, uh, that's not, that's not really doing it for me. I don't know. Will I have some? Probably, but I don't know. Then no, again, if I don't, because I, I also know my tendency, you know, one cookie leads to 20 cookies, leads to a box of cookies. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? What was a comedian? Some sort of comedian talked about like the the Girl Scout. What was the Samoas. Trip? Samoas. What was the Girl Scout Samoas? Like, like you're... You just, you just like eat, a, eat a whole. Two minutes later, you're, you're a whole down sleeve, a line. A whole sleeve, a sleeve of Samoas. <laughs> a sleeve of Samoas. <laughs> no, I can, I, I can put down a sleeve of Samoas and be completely blind to it. And then at the end, I'm like, oh shit, this is the last one. <laughs> what? Wait, who took the rest of these Samoas? And nobody's around. <laughs> I eat them all. I ate them all. <laughs> and then, you know, and I'm gonna feel terrible, like physically feel terrible because I've got these in the sleeve. A dozen, a dozen, you know. Coconut, chocolatey, samo. Oh, that sounds so. It really sounds really good right now. Actually, I say that about the cookies. That's, that sounds really good. With that, you know, that left unchecked, that is where I will I will go. So, it is easier for me to have zero than it is for me to have one. Yeah, but the right thing to do in the long run is to go. Why am I craving Samoas? Right. Right. Like in the same thing. Why am I so excited about having this wine with you? Right. And it could be that, like, nostalgically, part of it is that I I, re- I remember those times where you and I used to just sit together and we would talk for hours sipping wine, mm-hmm. you know, uh, 
and, and just having blubbing conversations okay. like this. Or we've replaced it with a different drink. Yeah, so, but that's cacao. the thing, that, which makes me wonder, right? Like today I was thinking, how we replace cacao as our wine? Now, granted, on the on every scale, I think it is a healthier choice. Yeah, well, you know, that's like running versus heroin. Okay, yeah, yeah, well, that's, yeah. it's better. Yeah. Well, I'm going to argue it's not better. Yeah. But. Yeah, so yeah, so I do think as much as I love cacao, that has replaced that like catalyst for conversation between us. I mean, we I think we've proven that we don't need it. No, I know, I know, but but I do, I do treat that as the same way as I would a wine bottle, right, or like a drink as, on the as fall a, and evening. As a lubricant for conversation, uh, lubricant or like, right, like, and in in truth is right. How how is that water bottle or water my cup of water any different? Right. It's not, but like mentally, I have assigned this value to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, same thing with, you know, with mango strips. Like I noticed like, okay, well, it gives me the sugar. And then now my, my energy is so depleted because like I'm literally running on, I guess at this point, carbs, which is probably not even the best energy. White rice. Right. Lots of white rice. Lots of white yeah. rice. And I mean, we're just, a little bit of bread. we're still a week away from it. So we're, it's gonna, this is just the beginning. I know. It's not going to get better. Maybe it will get better. Maybe I should think positive. Think positive. Anywho. Yeah, so I think we we have uh, we, different. It's twelve thirty six. It's one o'clock, right? That closer to one o'clock. That's what we probably got twenty minutes left. Yeah, so we can go on or that propagated itself. Yeah, so where we left off is sooner or later, you having sex with me, which is what I wanted, right? Which is I was like, I just well, why can we not be having sex? But for the wrong reason, because you were having that addiction tendency between them, like still did not get me what I wanted, right? And I didn't, again, I didn't know what was wrong. I just knew it wasn't right. And so you then became barely upset at me uh, because I kept on nagging and like, this is not right. And you're like, yeah. you basically, you're a woman. What the fuck do you want from me? Well, right? I, I either, some combination of, I didn't understand what you were saying and or you weren't articulating in a way that I could understand. I don't know. I didn't. No, I kept on saying you're addicted to sex and you're doing this for the wrong reason. <laughs> and you were like, didn't believe me. E right? E like it took, uh, it took probably at least two years. I don't, know that you, I don't know that you worded it like that. You were like, you know, this just, this isn't energetically working for me. And I'm like, what does that mean? What does that mean? I don't I, know what that means. No, I, I, I know. I kept on saying no. I, I told you that I was telling you that there's addiction to sex. This is this sex is addiction. You, you didn't say that for at least not for a long time. No, but as, as soon as it dawned on me, within the last two or three years, I did. Yeah, but I mean, before that, over the over those ten years, ten years oh, prior, yeah, 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 ten years you, prior, I did you not were, know. Whatever you were, yes. you were saying, it's not working, and I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, because I, yes, you're right. Yeah, at that time, I did not know that what you did is you took your addiction to porn and masturbation and, I and then transferred and I it over I didn't realize that onto either. me. I yeah. did not realize that either. I thought, okay, problem solved. Yeah. No, so, Everyone's but, happy. So that what I felt for, what, 10 years, 15 years, heck, for so long, after you stopped masturbating, maybe 10 years, was just like, it just doesn't feel right. Like, I know this is more sex like I wanted to, but then like at that point, I'm like, 
what the heck is wrong with this? Like, uh, right? Like, I'm questioning our compatibility. I'm questioning, like, this is not love. I don't even feel love. This sex is not love, right? Like, that was another thing, right? To to all women out there who are having sex with men who are actively addicted to sex, and even though it's your husband, he's still addicted to sex, it just doesn't feel right. Like, on your soul level, physical level, intimate level, yes, it is sex, but it just feels weird. But that's why. It's because the sex is coming not from the heart. It's coming from an addiction. And yeah, it took me a long, long time. I, and I want to say the only reason I was able to figure that out is because at some point in 2017, whenever the spiritual awakening slapped me in the face, the spirits actually brought that in. Like it was them who said, this is, this is what this is. And so then I'm like, I don't even know, but I will tell this to you. And then at that point, you just didn't want to hear that. And so right, we spend no. a year or two arguing yeah. with me saying, you're addicted to sex, you're addicted to sex, you're addicted to sex. And you were like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And we spend quite many years just there. Yeah. Because I, I, I mean, my ego couldn't hear that. I, I, well, you I had to dig deep to figure out why accept, you're having sex. I couldn't accept that. I couldn't, you know. I'm like, oh, look at me. I'm so, I'm so awesome because I've actually, you know, overcome, I've overcome my addiction. Problem solved. As opposed to just realizing the, as you opposed to, it. you know, replacing it with something else. Yeah. What, it, it's not even that far away. Right. Yeah, I know. It's just like masturbation with porn to sex with your wife. It's just still sex. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. And so, yeah, it took us. My gosh, I mean, this is re exactly why we're doing this. It took us 20 years to figure out that that's what it was. Yeah. And all the ways, again, I think this is, you know, going to continue on how that presented itself in our marriage. And and all the all the points of like me going back, going, oh my gosh, what the heck is this marriage? I mean, this broken, it's shit. It, why, why am I in it, right? Like, so we're presenting this like with these brushstroke statements of this happened and that happened, but it was really, really hard in every way possible, both for you and for me. Right, and even, I mean, I could even tell that there was, you know, thinking back, I could tell, you know, that there, that, that the, there was something off about the sex, that something something changed from back when I was masturbating and we were having sex till after. There was a shift there, um, and not not in a good way, right? Uh, but I I I you know was more willfully blind to it. I'm going to ignore that. I'm not going to pay any attention to that. I'm certainly not going to dive into what that means or what could be causing it. But I you know there I I, I am aware that there was a shift there. And I, I'm sure I was to some degree. I just, why would I, why would I, why would I dig into that? That doesn't make sense. Well, because that hurts. Yeah. Because that, that's where you're trying not to go. And, and that place is probably somewhere you have been only trying to go for the last year and a half or so. Maybe two at most. Still, while we're still tr struggling trying to figure out what is the right time for you to have sex, right? Because sooner or later, it got to the point where I almost had to go like, halt, do not approach me for sex, period, until you figure out why you want to approach me for sex, right? It was like, that was like, what, a year ago? Two years ago? I don't remember when that was. Probably, I don't know, two, two and a half. Which that sent you into like, 
Panic mode? Panic, complete panic mode. Complete panic mode, yeah. And only then I think you started to realize, wait, I am using sex to cope yeah, with that's all about kinds of when, shit. That's about when I realized, oh my gosh, uh, there's, there's, I have this emotional hole that I am using this external thing to fill. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That. So yeah, I say that when I tell, when I kept on telling you you're addicted to sex and using sex for addiction, and you didn't believe me. We kept on rigmaroling through that while we were still having sex. Right. Because I kept on saying that to you. You keep on not believing me. But guess what? On my end, we would still have sex. Yeah. And so to you, you had no incentive to fix anything. And to me, I just kept on like singing the same annoying song yeah. to you over and over, building resentment within you. Right. And so at some point, th- then I think driven from the spiritual guidance, I, I guess, decided we're not going to have sex. We're, we're, we're not going to have sex until you figure this out. And that caused you to basically have. I, I, I lost it. It was, yeah. I was like, it was crazy. But th- that was the same moment as like the sober October where you withdraw from it 120%. And then only then you can like evaluate like, wait. Yeah. No, it, it's it, the same thing. It, that was the beginning of, of changing my relationship with it. Cause I never, I never would have without that. I mean, for sure. Yeah. But and like, stopping and even, it altogether even, gave you a pause to evaluate even, why you start. Yeah. I mean, even now, you know, not only sugar is off for the dopamine thing, sex is off for this dopamine fast. And it's like, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. There's still, there's stuff coming up. Yeah. 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 No. And I notice it still, I mean, till this day, I notice whenever you approach me, I can still tell. I'm, I, I guess that here again, that's another thing, right? Like not wanting to stir the boat and not wanting to say no, that does apply to me. I don't want to hurt your feelings and decline you, even though like I on my end realize, okay, it just doesn't even feel right. Right. So I still have a hard time verbalizing that. Like, yeah, approach me for the right reason. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's, you know, that is still something that we are unraveling. Yeah. I guess everything we talk about, we're still unraveling. Yeah. But we're kind of still like in the midst of that, of trying to understand that. Now, I will say from my standpoint, as as our relationship evolves and it has nothing to do with me getting older or my hormone levels or whatever, I think through self-awareness, the idea behind sex is lessening and lessening to me because I realize it is like a complete fulfillment of three-dimensional attachments and forms. Um, and then a lot of times some sort of pain body expression, right? But as the pain body soothes itself, the desire to have sex for those reasons just becomes a like uh, almost like like if somebody told you right now to go cut your hand off, you'll go, what? It's just ridiculous. Same thing with that, with sex. You would be like, what? what? That is not how I, that is not the way I want to soothe my pain body. I want to sit there and open it and discover it and not, and not dive into, you know, the itch or whatever. Which I think you get upset about still. Uh, to some degree, but not not like I used to. I mean, 
Well, but with you, you're still in that mode of like wanting it for the wrong reason and still failing to identify it. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Well, now we're, we're just not even, not even able to with this right. situation. Yeah, no, it, it just changes. I think it changes itself once you actually, everything changes itself. Like the wine changes itself. The masturbation changes itself. Sex changes itself. Once you realize that, it, you know, like in your case, it was super obvious to you that you were having sex to satisfy X need and that need and that need. But to that same extent on my end, I started to see, oh, I'm also having sex too. Oh, look, I'm not feeling so good. And it's a pick me up, all right? Like oh I I I want some intimacy let me let me uh, dive into because I I, I want to feel loved or cuddled or supported or whatever right just just like you would have those addictive yeah. tendencies I see them in my end right yeah and so now having sex for any of those reasons just seems like silly then what what is the right reason I mean to me the, the, I already told you this but I guess I'll repeat it for the podcast purposes it the, it, it is a it is a expression of self on a much deeper soulful level that, i think that would be the only the only non-pain body driven expression that that is i would find um appropriate right because like I, I i through hormonal cycles right i would go like oh look i can feel myself getting horny not because there is there right like there's nothing behind it other than like, oh, this is the time where you can conceive a child. And so the body goes into that mode. And I'm like, is that the right reason to be having sex right now is because my physical form has some sort of clock programmed into it and I'm going to be subject to this programming? And that just seems silly, right? It just seems silly to be subject to some sort of programming that is bred into us as like human survival and propagation 101. It's a pain body, right? I know it's not like my personal pain body, but it's like the pain body that is the essence of humanity. And so it just seems wrong for that reason. It's just very obvious. By wrong, I mean, it's very obviously carries a fear. It's a fear, it's fear-based uh, response. No, oh, I'm horny. Let's, let me find a mate and, you know, get pollinated because this is the ovulation time, right? It's it's like fear, yeah. fear-based response. Is, is that is that different from I'm hungry? Let me find food. Or I'm, I'm tired. Let me find find a place to rest. Yeah, is probably that, probably not. I just haven't figured out just, how, how not to body. But this, right, this is, that's the same thing we're body. experiencing right now. I'm I'm running low on dopamine. And I want some chocolate and candy and possibly salt and sugar and some spices, right? This is the same thing, right? Does your body actually need it? I mean, heck, you know, on the, on the spiritual level, there's people who live on light, right? So, no, we don't need it, right? So, there is some sort of response, right? Like, going through this dopamine reduction makes you realize like oh we don't need much right that's the thing is that like and what's weird is that the desire for it is, is dropping in me mm -hmm. day to day yeah i like 
day on day you know day one we're hours in and I'm like oh my god I want a cookie so bad a cookie doesn't even sound great right now I don't know everything's just so everything's so muted just so muted yeah and 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 but it gives and you space dull. to evaluate and I feel more separate from my body than I ever have but I think it gives you space to value, right? But in that separateness from your body, like right now, now sex, I don't know if you feel that way about sex, but like to dive into animalistic sex right now for the purpose of it, pleasure. It doesn't sound like, I know if I let myself go there, it would sound good. I could make it sound good really quick. But at this moment, it's like, eh. What was the point? If, if, if you're seeing through the essence of why you're doing it, and you're like, oh, that's just like a dive in into uh, into fifty two. We gotta wrap up. Huh? We gotta wrap up. We gotta wrap up. Okay. Well, yeah, but so so yeah, to wrap up is like if seeing through of why is it that you're doing it, mm-hmm. and that maybe taking some space away from it. Yeah. Right. Take take a take a little take a month. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people say if you take a, if you take a month off of whatever it is that you are or you think you are addicted to. That will make a huge difference, and you may you may choose to go go back to 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 it, whatever it is, but you will at least go. Oh, I can live thirty days without heroin or cookies or sex or whatever it is. But it will give you. It will give have, you space for yeah, perspective. Yeah, you'll have perspective over over why you partake of this yeah substance or activity. Because in the midst of it, it's almost impossible to judge. Like we're still right. Like we're just now going through this dopamine thing, yeah. And it's like, oh my god. Yeah. No, it's it's everything's muted, and then every now and then something will flare up. That's my experience. Is that everything is very very muted, almost the entire day, and then every now and then it's like, oh god, I want a cookie so bad. Mm. With me, I just I'm finding my energy is low. There's low. There was low energy. Very low energy because I think I'm dependent on sugars a lot. We're probably having a, re- a regular amount of sugar. You just, think so? Just in, you know, the raw ingredients to everything. We're just not having any of that added refined sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Those mango strips are pure sugar. Yeah. But, you know, eat a couple grapes, there's sugar in there. But it's like. Well, yeah, we're just having to withdraw from the refined sugar. Refined sugar. Which you makes you realize, oh, I spend a lot of my day dependent on right. That's I, I've I've lost like five pounds since we started this. Oh, I haven't been weighing myself. We started this like two days ago, three days ago. Yeah, yeah, I know five pounds in three days. That's crazy. Yeah. Is that not insane? That's like oh yeah, but you're very quick at gaining and losing five I'm pounds. Like will you fluctuate with five pounds at a time? Yeah. So to you, five pounds is not much. Anyway, yeah. So there was that. All right. I guess we will transition into the episode next with that as a transitional phase. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.